Hey Irish fans, this is Joshua Voles, site manager, One Foot Down, and welcome to the One Foot Down podcast, or at least, like, as I've been saying, the shittier version of the One Foot Down podcast. There's not going to be the audio quality that you would enjoy, nor is there a member of the Swigert clan available. Uh, I've been trying to do these on Thursdays, and uh, that, that uh, didn't work out last night, and so you get me this afternoon, and really, I've, I've kind of, kind of said it all. I think already this week on the site, there's uh, just been so much talk about Notre Dame's upcoming game against Virginia Tech, and really, the, the most of the talk, you know, has revolved around uh, that, you know, incredible entrance that Virginia Tech, you know, does before the game with the, uh, Enter Sandman and everyone jumping up and down, and and it continues to be like the sole like focus of, of this game. Uh, so that, you know, that five, 10, 15 minutes of, of ruckus. And then everything after that seems to be, um, pretty well in line with like just a normal college football game where the road team is coming in as a favorite. And there's just some normal stuff going on. <laughs> It just, there's so much focused on that beginning. And let me just start off by saying, you know, I did an article earlier this week. I'm sure most of you that are listening to this have read it already. But, uh, you know, I wasn't trashing their tradition. I, th- I think I was really took it out of context. Uh, <laughs> I think Enter Sandman is a crap song. I just, I just, I don't like it. I don't care for it. I don't really care for much of the Black Album as a whole. It's a very well-produced album. Um, but everything pre-Black Album, I enjoy quite a bit. I think there was better songs to be had. And that was basically my only point of that part of the article. Um, was basically, I just I don't care for the song, who cares? But I have always said, you know, it is a great entrance. I mean, it, it's huge. I mean... I'm a, I'm a huge screamer, yeller guy in the crowd. It's hard to be in the press box sometimes. You know, I feel like I'm licking glass uh, because I'm a pretty emotional guy. And, you know, so big, big moment crowds and all that, that I play into that hard. Like, it's hard for me to be in Notre Dame Stadium up in the box, like during the Michigan game, during the Stanford game. Uh, you know, when my juices are, are flowing. You know, I want to be out there, you know, doing my part to make the crowd insane to help the team. I mean, that's just that's just how I am. I'm 40 years old. That's how I always feel. I love the I love the pageantry and the beginnings of football games, college football games, because it feels like you're going to war and you're bringing the entire clan with you. And Virginia Tech does that as well, if not better than anyone in the country with what they do. And I have mad respect for that. But I just think the song is crap is all. So, but outside of that, my whole point was that, you know, that's what everyone's talking about. But really, I mean, we're talking about a home field where they've only been, in the last five years, 19 and 12. Now, granted, since Justin Fuente took over, I believe they are 10, yeah, they are 10 and 2. And this isn't including this year. These these stats, I've, I've just kind of excluded this year. I believe they, I can't remember who they played at home, but it doesn't really matter. They haven't played anybody this year, so it really doesn't matter. But in those five years, 19 and 12, 
with, you know, just a huge number of teams that they beat that were, you know, not up to up to snuff. Teams like Western Carolina, Marshall, William & Mary, Western Michigan, Furman, Liberty, um, East Carolina, who they have also lost to there. So, um, you know, Delaware, Old Dominion, they've, it wasn't this year that they played. They, play, they lost Old Dominion at Old Dominion, but they had beat Old Dominion last year at Lane Stadium. I mean, it's just there's not a there's not a long there's not a even a short list of quality teams, good teams that they beat. They beat Miami in 2016, but that was right in the middle of my, Miami's four game losing streak, in which they had also lost to a four and eight Notre Dame team. So, you know they're there's this myth and this aura around Lane Stadium. And it just doesn't really exist, I mean, as far as results go. And that was kind of just my whole point. It's like everyone's pointing to that, like, oh, this big game atmosphere. And they have, and it's valid considering the Miami game, you know, that Notre Dame had last year. But, you know, this is a totally different animal. Miami was good last year. I mean, regardless of what happened at the end of the season for them, Notre Dame ran into a buzzsaw, a team that was on fire. And then they go down into a very, we've always known a good Miami team produces a great and terrible Miami crowd. So they ran into a just a buzzsaw last year with that, and they weren't ready for it. So regardless of if it was Notre Dame or whoever, a night game at Lane, the only, the, every analyst, like, like the first thing they talk about is the entrance. And really, that's all that they're really leaning on right now because Virginia Tech is hurt. You know, they're last in the ACC in pass defense. They just got, they just, you know, they kicked off their best pass rusher after the Old Dominion game. You know, their their secondary has been depleted since, you know, the offseason. And their starting quarterback is out. A lot of them like their backup, which, is, <laughs> which we know all about. But, I mean, he's, he still has, like, a ridiculous, likely horrible touchdown interception ratio. He's a transfer from Kansas. They did go down to Duke and beat Duke, but I mean, it's still Duke. I, I David Cutcliffe is a great coach, you know, and has done what seemingly no one else can do at Duke. But it's still Duke. There's a there is a talent difference there. Virginia Tech has more talent than Duke. They should go. They should beat them. I mean, regardless. And really, that's what this boils down. This is a lot like that. Virginia Tech beating Duke at Duke is a lot like Notre Dame going down to Lane Stadium to beat Virginia Tech. We should beat them. We have more talent, and let's be you know let's just be plain spoken about it. We've looked fucking fantastic over the last couple of weeks. The change with Ian Book at quarterback makes all the difference in the entire world about how this team plays football. Tim Priester had been screaming it from the top of his lungs for the last few weeks. And it was like the Wake Forest game and people were downplaying it because it was Wake Forest. And, and Tim just kept saying over and over again. And he's, I think he was even saying it this week, you know, it wasn't who they were playing. It was how we played the position. And he's absolutely correct. It wasn't the fact that they were awful. Okay. Well, we you look at that versus the way that Notre Dame's offense was playing against Ball State and against Vanderbilt. And the difference was night and day. And that's the proof in the pudding. And the play calling the last two games has, has been night and day. It's been so 
different. It's been so diverse. It's been just so damn good that, you know, this, if there's a, if you could say the hottest team in the country, Notre Dame would be in that discussion, you know, with, you know, the top two, top three team, hottest teams in the country right now. They are on fire. Their defense is just suffocating. So, I mean, so when you're going, when you're just lining these teams up and even put the crowd into it, and I don't really care, put the crowd into it. Man for man, Notre Dame is a much better team than Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech really should not even be ranked right now. They haven't done anything, and they've lost to an Old Dominion. So you just put all that on the platter, and yeah, this is this is this is screaming like a forty-two, you know, seventeen ball game. You know, the le- the the more points Notre Dame scores, the more points Virginia Tech's going to score. Let's put it that way. But I still think that you know, regardless of the spread, I think this is uh, you know somewhere between a you know, it's a three three to four score game. You know, when it's all said and done, if Notre Dame plays the way that they've been playing the last couple of weeks, they seem to have learned what, what happened down in Miami. They have the right mindset. I mean, the, the, one, the best thing I heard was Liam Eikenberg this week. And, you know, I'm kind of shocked that not more had been made of it. But, I mean, for him to just sit there and tell the press, like, yeah, we're planning on going down there, play our game, beat the shit out of him, go home. And... Everyone's all like wide-eyed, and yet that's exactly what you want. You want you want your guys to have that kind of confidence. The, the you know the best thing that could happen for Notre Dame this year was what happened last year, and that was you know just the utter nightmare that Miami was. So it's not going to be a shock to them for this game. Look, you cannot. They can't. The entrance for a game to get people up does not carry over the entire game. Now, parts of that can. I mean, the the crowd energy, don't get me wrong, absolutely lives within a football game. But I think if Notre Dame takes care of business, you slowly chip away at that crowd. It's just it, you go up two scores early and then it's, it's going to be hard for that crowd to get back into it, into the way where it would be defective. And, you know, here's another thing. And that, that really only affects our offense. You know, it's not like the crowd's going to be insane, you know, loud when Virginia Tech has the ball. You know, that's a, that would be a dumb move on their part. And they're not, you know, they're not a dumb people. <laughs> You know, they're going to quiet down to let their offense, you know, operate. So you, if you just look at that matchup alone, because you can take the crowd out of it with that, you look at the Virginia Tech's offense versus Notre Dame's defense, and I, I, I respectfully have been giving Virginia Tech more points than I actually really do think that they're going to score. I'm not sure if they can get past 13 against this defense. I just don't. So, and and this, that's all, I mean, if they score 13 or 17 points, if Notre Dame only gives up 13 or 17 points, they're winning this game, hands down. I think Bruce Feldman had one of the funnier scores I saw, which was 19 to 17. 
but as Notre Dame winning, I just I thought that I thought about that. You know, it's just kind of a weird score. <laughs> but uh, I just I think Notre Dame is going to be able to go down there and just do what Liam Eikenberg said and beat the shit out of them. So it's going to be interesting. I, I think that there's going to be one of the things that Chip Long liked to do last year was in some of these big game situ you know moment situations you know right off the bat they would go deep now Brandon Wimbush had a has a much stronger arm than Ian Book it's not to say that Ian's weak or anything like that but he can definitely throw a, a deeper ball you know so I, I, I am curious as to how Notre Dame is going to open up the game uh you know, the Brandon Wimbush series in the first three games, we score. And since Ian Books took it over, we haven't scored in that first series. But, I mean, you know, do they call a, you know, does he call a, a flea flicker type play or something like, something that, you know, to get something, push it way downfield. Because Virginia Tech, like I said, their secondary is, is depleted. And they're giving up passing yards. And they are very susceptible to the deep ball. Which, you know, I, I mean, maybe maybe they won't be so rough because Ian can't throw as deep. I don't know. He's, he's pretty damn accurate, though. Uh, so <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that, y'all. It's been a sick house. But, you know, 75% passer. I, I feel that they might do something like that. And, you know, another thing is, you know, Tony Jones Jr. is listed as basically as a starter. And I think everyone, he's expected to play. But his ankles will have to play. I, I still think in my heart of hearts that Notre Dame's going to come out with Dexter on that first series. I just do. I think they're really going to look to silence the crowd as quickly as possible. Now, I'm not sure if that's even the right way to go. I think a methodical first drive, I, you know, I think striking quick like that isn't going to take any energy out of their crowd. If, you, if you've watched Virginia Tech night games over the last decade, you know, they're into it pretty, for a long time. I mean, you you really got you got to lay it into them pretty good for them to quiet down. So, you know, I think a, a more methodical pick at them drive, you know, kind of, I hate using the word impose your will. Um, and that leans, you know, people use that in the, for references to running game. But you know, imposing your will can be a hundred different ways of doing it. It's just do it. imposing your will is doing whatever you want, how you want it. So I think if Notre Dame goes down there and it does like you know seven eight yards of play, and uh, just goes down there. I think you chip away at that crowd's confidence. They just kind of see you keep moving the ball, moving the ball, moving the ball. So by the time that you know you score and they get it back, you get a three and out or a quick series and out, and you get the ball back again there's going to be that angst. So I, I, I think, I think really the game could be won within the first quarter. As silly as that sounds, it's a four quarter game. All right. And I get that. But I think if Notre Dame can come in and do what I had said there and be able to take the crowd out sometime, you know, middle of the first or by the end of the first quarter, I think the game's won. I, just cannot see Virginia Tech 
scoring enough points to keep up. I just don't. So I, you know, I'm pushing for this. You know, this is going to be a six and zero Notre Dame football team uh, come late Saturday night. And what that means is uh, what everyone's been talking about this week about playoffs and all that stuff. I, I find most arguments to be just damn silly about if Notre Dame, you know, would Notre Dame be in at 12 and 0? Of course they would be. Would they be in 11 and 1? We have no idea. I don't even know if you can argue. You can't even make an argument one way or another that would be even remotely accurate. Is Notre Dame in at 11 and 1? Well, hell, I don't know. What is 15 other teams doing? You know, what's your resume? And the, the the whole point of a 13th data point that has been pointed out is just the lamest excuse. It's just another way for people to try to, to corner Notre Dame into a conference. As if there hadn't been teams in the playoff that hadn't even won their division in their conference. They didn't play their 13th game. I mean, it, it would all be hypocritical to use that as a validation. Not to mention the fact that most teams that get that 13th data point are playing an FCS team. You know, so it's really 12 data points, mind you. Although, you know, the strength of schedule does go up for the teams that play in the conference title games. That's, you know, without a doubt. That's a, that's a, that's a non-scheduled huge matchup. You know, it's a chance to pad your resume. But, I mean, I think any real debate about an 11-1 Notre Dame team going into the playoffs, it can't be made one way or the other. Because we have no idea how the season's going to end up. I mean, you get in those conference title games, and you can you get to your upsets then, too. I mean, you, so, you know, go undefeated. <laughs> That's that, That'll be the end-all of end-alls. Um, and, yeah, you know, I mean, of course... Anyone that says that Notre Dame undefeated would still need a lot of help or they're just not sure is a moron. I mean, there's, there's, I can't remember the last time if there ever, I'm not going to look it up, but you remember five undefeated teams in the country at the end of the season? I, I don't ever remember it being like that. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I really wanted to get across my point about the, the whole stadium issue. So if there's any Virginia Tech fans that are listening to this, um, they've probably stopped listening by now. But but <laughs> the amount of hate mail I've received has been phenomenal, uh, which is all right. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It comes with the territory. Um, and I usually don't poke the bear like that uh, during game week. But it was something that needed to be said. It, it's just It's just too much. To, to hear the only thing about the game being about the crowd. I just, I find that. And it, it's magnified more because of Notre Dame's loss to Miami. But even if my they would have beat Miami last year, this would still be like the lone thing that people are talking about, which is, is just driving me insane. I mean, no one, you should be talking about Notre Dame's front seven and their dominance and how Jerry Tillery is going to just annihilate people. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's the you know Drew Tranquil, Tavon Coney just wiping things up. You know Jalen Elliott family. I mean, it, which is a story this week. Jalen Elliott, you know, his entire family went to Virginia Tech or or something like that. Um, you know that's a that's a story. That's usually the story against Notre Dame. You know, kid 
at Boston College, whose parents all went to Notre Dame and St. Mary's, comes into Notre Dame Stadium. Notre Dame gets upset, seventeen to fourteen. You know, it's shit like that. But that you know, that's a huge you know, a huge story. And really, you know, I don't want to. I'm not going to dip too much into recruiting here, but I mean, we're really pushing a Virginia area now. You know, ever since we're basically have left Florida um, altogether, we've expanded where we're recruiting at, and we've we've really dived into the Virginia areas quite a bit. So this is. This is a big game for a sense of, you know, this is what gets talked about. I, I, I'm not a big guy or, you know, when people talk about games and recruiting, it, it's good that we're down there playing them. It wouldn't really affect – if Notre Dame didn't play Virginia Tech at all this year, it w- I don't think it would affect much. But it does again. I mean, it, it's a little contradictory, but it, it does affect it a little bit. So – it's nice that it's being talked about down there. It's it's a big name when, you know, if Notre Dame go down, goes down there and beats Virginia tech to a pulp, you know, it's easier for those kids to, <laughs> to, to commit and, or to put Notre Dame as their leaders without all this other pressure around them for, you know, for other schools in that area. So anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. I want to keep these things around 15, 20 minutes. So running just a little bit over there. Just wanted to get a few thoughts across. It's a Friday afternoon. Um, it's a rainy Friday afternoon. It's going to be great weather down there in Blacksburg. If you're going, man, have a blast. Like I said, I really respect the shit out of there, what they do, that what that crowd does, and what and how they try to to motivate everybody to get to will themselves to a win. Um, that is not a thing with me. I don't think it's lame. That I think the song is lame, but I think everything else about it is absolutely incredible. Um, and it should be on everyone's bucket list. I wish I was going. I wish I would have remembered that uh, I had family in Virginia. Uh, would have made a decision to go or not a little easier. But anyways, have a great time. Um, I've changed my predictions around here and there. I think I'm in a preview. I put 31-20. The staff picks. I can't even remember what I did there. It might have been 35-17. But I, re- I really think it's, you're looking at that. You're looking at a Notre Dame scoring in the 30s, whether it's 30 or 38, and Virginia Tech's not going to score anything more than 17. I would put more, probably, probably bet money that it'd be about 13. So we'll leave it at that and uh, go Irish. <laughs>